And hello everyone, welcome to the Christian Podcast, you're li- listening to the 7th episode here. I hope everything is going well for you. It is um, Valentine's Day Eve here. So for those of you who have not bought things for your Valentine, now is the time to think about it. At least think about it because, um, and if you're listening to this, it's probably Valentine's Day. And if it's too late, well, it's not too late if it's Valentine's Day. Because you still have hours left in the day to go buy something for your Valentine. So, unfortunately, for those of you who don't know, uh, Valentine's Day uh, comes from a horrible uh, origin. If you uh, weren't aware, um, probably many of you were. I know my listeners are very, very smart people, or else they wouldn't, <laughs> or else they wouldn't be listening to the podcast. All right. So, but anyways, if you don't know the origin of Valentine's Day, it actually comes from the Valentine's Day massacre. Yes, uh, a story of love <laughs> comes from uh, a pagan holiday. Can you? Can you? Uh, can you believe that a pagan pagan holiday? Well, if you uh, study more about many of our uh, holidays that we celebrate, most of them have uh, pagan um, origins. Isn't that encouraging? Start the Christian podcast with uh, with the realization that most of our holidays are coming from pagan holidays, pagan feast. Well. Um, at least that's what we're told. I mean, come on, this might be... A, I've heard of people who revise history for the sake of revising it, but we call those history revisionists. I'm not sure if that's what's going on with Valentine's Day. But it, uh, I'm going to go over some uh, some info here concerning Valentine's Day's history. I'm getting this information from infoplease.com. So this is not my own... Uh, information. Hey look, no one no one knows anything that they weren't told. Anything that uh you know it's it's been, it was a result of someone showing you that. So I love how people uh come up to me or or put themselves out there as if uh they are the sole possessor of this knowledge and they were able to come to this conclusion without any other um input. But uh, no, here we are. If you want to look it up yourself, um, the information that I'm looking it up, which was the first thing that showed up on the Google, was infoplease.com. So it comes, it says here the, the beginning of Valentine's comes from Roman, Roman roots. Um, the actual uh, histories, according to uh, this article here, is a little obscured, but there are some legends in which uh, they would like to... Um, uh, uh, what do you call this? Um, there's a word I'm looking for. Ascribe. There we go. Ascribe the the origins of Valentine's Day. Again, for most of us, we know the um, Valentine's Day massacre is what we'd think it is. But actually, there's a few of a few things that may have been the um, uh, reasons why we celebrate this now. So, unfortunately, the the Romans um, celebrated this um, 
back in the day, actually on my birthday, which is February 15th. And it was a celebration of the fertility of human beings. The fact that they can have children. Um, but we've digressed, fortunately. And now uh, there apparently was this one Valentine, St. Valentine, um, according to the Catholic Encyclopedia, uh, there was three of these St. Valentines. One was a priest in Rome, another uh, bishop in Turney, and third was a St. Valentine um, that was in Africa that mostly no one knows about. But for whatever reasons, all three of them were said to have been uh, killed on February 5th, 14th, martyred, whatever you want to call it. They were of the Catholic origins. And another, um, this is the one that most of us know. Uh, there was a Roman Empire, well, we say we know, the, the origin story that most of us uh, have been made aware of was when Claudius II, the Emperor of Rome, um, was uh, proclaimed a prohibition. Now, you're going to forgive me if I'm, if it sounds like I'm reading this and coming up with a, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I'm at a loss for words today, okay? I've, I've decided I'm going to start recording these. I think I already said I'm going to record these in the mornings. Uh, end of the days is pretty rough on my brain. Um, uh, where was I? Claudius II. He was. Uh, he had declared a prohibition against marriage for young men, saying that they would be better as a soldier. Hey, that's not too bad. But I mean, come on. Who would? If you had a choice, I'd, there's probably many people out there because of the bad name marriage gets from a lot of uh, Hollywood people. But um, come on, it's good. I've I've been married now for a while. I'm glad I chose it over the military. All right. But I've heard others that say they'd rather choose in the military. But uh, anyways, Claudius II had prohibited prohibited the marriage of uh, young men, again, because he thought they would be uh, better off as a, um, as a bachelor soldier. But this one uh, priest, Valentine, continued to perform the marriages. And uh, eventually... Um, the emperor found out and killed all of those people. Another one, um, and that, there's another legend that says uh, that that same priest was imprisoned by Claudius, who fell in love with the daughter of his jailer. But before he uh, was executed, he allegedly sent her a letter signed, From Your Valentine. Wow. Um. Interesting stuff. I mean, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of these cards, and uh, you know, I don't know. I wasn't actually planning to talk about Valentine's Day. It's just it, when I'm while I'm recording this again, it is Valentine's Day Eve, and um, so you found it out. It's a uh, interesting. It's an interesting. Uh, Interesting holiday. Uh, I'd encourage you to look into it a little bit more. Next time you say Happy Valentine's Day, is it really that happy? I mean, every single one of these so-called origin stories uh, began in death. Um, but 
Um, yes. And for those of you who, uh, in Korea, if, the, if I have any listeners in Korea, that'd be incredible anyway. But apparently in Korea, um, they have two uh, of these types of holidays. They've got the normal Valentine's Day, uh, which is um, on the 14th of uh, February, as normal. But they've also got another day that's observed by the singles of the country, and that's the April 14th. They call it uh, Black Day, whatever that means. And we don't have time for any more origin stories. So on to the subject for today. I know uh, most shows that you listen to, if you listen to any of them besides this one, um, they have segues, and I, I do. I listen to talk shows, uh, or at least some, some, sometimes, not all the time. And they always talk about something, and then they end it in a subject that allows them to begin another subject, and they make this beautiful transition. Unfortunately, there is no such transition well, I guess there could be happy Valentine's Day. We're talking about happiness. Uh, not so much happiness. Should I say laughter? Laughter as a Christian. So, as a Christian, what? Uh, how much should laughter be in your life? And what place should it uh, take? Um, very interestingly, there's, a, there's quite a bit of laughing going on in the Bible. But it's not the, it's not the kind of laughing, well, it might be the kind of laughing you and I do every day. Um, if you notice, uh, the first, if you were to go back to the last time you laughed and see what was the reason, why did I laugh? What was the reason why I laughed? The last time I laughed, why, why was it? Or the last five times? More or less, now I'm not going to say everyone here is like this, um, because that's not always the case, but generally most people laugh when something bad happens something bad happens to someone else or they see something that's surprisingly um, painful for whatever reason. And I don't understand why it is, you know, when your friend falls, ah, there's always laughing. Um, why is that? Well, uh, it's very interesting. Now, first, before I, I keep going, I do want to s- start off saying I'm not trying to vilify laughing at all with this little uh, looking into it. Um, here on the podcast, I don't want to come across this. I'm trying to vilify it. Like I said, I just want to kind of look at laughing and see where, if as a Christian and and having the Word of God as as a guide, what does the Bible have to say about it? Well, if I search up the word laugh in the Bible, there's quite a bit of uh, in the King James version of the Bible. There's a few, quite a few places that you find laughing. The first uh, three is when Sarah laughed in her heart when God said she would have a child. And um, whether it was the actual, when it recorded that happening, when they were referring, when she's thinking back in her heart that she laughed. So she was, it was this mocking laughter. And then um, the next 20, well, it's not that many, it's about 10, 15 references, um, all in the Old Testament, it's all uh, referring to a mocking laughter. So again, I'm just looking at, I'm not trying to say what laughing is. I'm just saying the times that you find the word laugh in the Bible. Um, up until the last reference in Proverbs 29.9, um, it refers to laughing of a foolish man. 
it's it's all in a negative context. And finally, in Ecclesiastes, you in the the single time that you find laugh, the word laugh, in a positive context in Ecclesiastes is uh, chapter three when it goes through the time to do this, a time to do that, and verse four says a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. So here in this case, it's looking at both ends, and we have here a time to weep and a time to laugh. So first. In our study, while we do, I say study, in our very, very general and broad observation here, I'm not trying to uh, uh, come up with any doctrines right now. Again, I'm just looking here uh, per request of someone, of a conversation I had with someone. And here we are. All right, so here's the first, besides the other references here, the very first positive reference I have in Ecclesiastes, it says there's a time to weep and a time to laugh. So, obviously, uh, there's a time to do this. There's a time to laugh. Um, now, if we keep going, there's only two other times the word laugh is found, and it's in Luke, when Christ says, Blessed are ye that hunger now, for ye shall be filled. Blessed are ye that weep now, for ye shall laugh. And then in chapter 6, uh, verse 25, a few verses after that, it says, Woe unto you that are full, for ye shall hunger. Woe unto you that laugh now, for ye shall mourn and weep. So, uh, very interesting. It says, Blessed are ye that weep now, for ye shall laugh. But, woe unto you that laugh now, for ye shall mourn and weep. So, this interesting, uh, interesting observation here. Why? In uh, most of the uh, references here, not all of them, but most is in a negative context. And the one uh, time that you find it um, in a positive context is given a very specific time to laugh. But it's after there's been mourning. Now, very interestingly, we see that this is not a, um, it's not as a new, this is not a new idea. You've seen it with many people. If you find a the, the funniest person you know, Usually has uh, probably gone through the worst uh, weeping, the wor- the the hardest sorrows. Um, forgive me for bringing up a super overused um, example, but it was Robin Williams who was known for his uh, laughter, his crazy, uh, excited uh, happiness, whatever he's brought joy supposedly to all kinds of people, and he was just all about being a happy, just uh, happy-go-lucky guy. And then he committed suicide. Uh, there was some dark things going on in his life. Um, now, I'm not saying that's what... I'm not trying to draw a parallel here with Scripture so much as I'm just saying there's there's obviously... Um, uh, when it comes to laughter, there's always a, another side to it um, that you see. And as a Christian, there is a time to laugh. Um, but is it right now is the question. Now, I'm not saying is it right now in the century or anything like that, but is it when is the right time to laugh? Well, I, I, when I find God laughing, um, it's usually when he's, well, I say usually, it's every single time I find God laughing, it's at the derision of the wicked when they are, when they have called on him, uh, I mean, when they rejected him and then uh, they reject him, they reject him, and they reject him, and then he finally. When say he gives he gives them over to their own uh, own ways, and they self destruct. And then, as they self destruct, they begin to call out on Christ. 
on God, and he laughs at them. He he mocks at them, and he makes fun of them. And uh, that's not a place I want to be. But again, that's where that's where I find God laughing. He's laughing when uh, those people who called on him, I mean, those people who didn't call him, when they had the opportunity, and now that now that they've trusted in their own ways, now they they realize they 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 come short. Now they call on him, and, and God laughs. Uh, a mocking laughter, laughing at uh, someone who had an opportunity to do right and didn't, didn't take it. Uh, chose a foolish decision. Uh, you know, I think many of us laugh uh, like that. I mean, you see someone, they had an opportunity to not go down the handrail with their unicycle or... Uh, a skateboard or whatever it was, and then they go down. And it, regardless of how much we uh, may not want to admit it, but most of the time when we laugh, it's a mocking laughter. We're not laugh. We're obviously not laughing because uh, it it brings joy to our heart. We're not laughing because um, it makes us happy. Now, again, just laughter is not synonymous with happiness. Obviously, as we look through it. You, Look at its use in Scripture. Laughter is, is most of the time used as in a negative, a mocking context. And surprisingly, most of the times when we laugh, it's in that context. And unless, I, and, and in this case, unless I, I believe unless we're in the position of God here, then I, I, I don't think we're in a position to laugh at those um, who, who end up in a place... Uh, because and and in a bad place because of their decisions, you know, and the Bible tells us that we shouldn't laugh, um, because uh, the then God won't then they will have their um, they that that'll be their consequence was the your mocking laughter and God could have taken care of the problem but you went ahead and 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 laughed at them. Now, if we look up, let me look up laughing. I've looked up all these words, but I didn't take time to make an outline. For this podcast, ended up being a busy day today. Laughing. I believe it's only found once in the King James Bible. Yep. King James. Job. Behold, God will not cast away a perfect man, neither will he help the evildoers till he fill uh, thy mouth with laughing and thy lips with rejoicing. I believe uh, this is one of his friends speaking. Then answered Bildad the Shuhite. Yep. So chapter 8 of Job. Um, Bildad the Shuhite, he, he's the height of a shoe, Shuhite, I know Shuhite, um, he's making a parallel here. I've always wondered when they, when his friends spoke to them, I mean, how much truth was in there? Um, I know it's just recording a narrative here, but I mean, obviously his friends had some, had some depth of, depth of mind. Now they had a problem with their judgment of what was going on for sure, but they, uh, they did have a quite. They had a pretty serious understanding of of how God worked and um, what was going, what uh, what was going on with. Um, not, not what, they didn't have an idea of what was going on, rather so much as they did, and I. They had a very good understanding of of uh, of spiritual things. They were just um, misapplying them to Job's life. So I'm saying all that to say this: when we, when I see some truths that uh, Job's friends say, I always wonder: is that 
Is that uh is that just is that just recorded narrative? Is that just something that they said, or is that something I can take and and learn from? Obviously, if it's uh, uh, immediately um, obvious that it's what they said is true, then um, I mean, like in this case, that till he fill thy mouth with the laughing. Of course, God God will take care of those who um, do right. Obedience brings blessings. Let's see. So that's the only time you find laughing. Let me look up laughter. Uh, something. Then was our milled. Uh, then was our foul. Ooh, I can't even read. I can't read. I'm trying to read these verses, and my tongue is. It's too late. Psalms one twenty six. Uh, the word laughter is found seven times. First time in Psalms. Now the that looks like here. Uh, laughter is used a few times in a in a positive manner. First times in Psalms. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then said they among the heathen, The Lord hath done great things for them. Uh, when the Lord, I'm going to start from the beginning of the chapter, Psalms one twenty six one. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Then it was our mouth. Ah, so they had seen God deliver them, and now. They were excited. They were laughing. They had wept, and now they were now they were enjoying it. They were enjoying the blessings of God. It's Proverbs fourteen three. Even in laughter, the heart is sorrowful, and the end of that mirth is heaviness. Mirth is just happiness. Um, the laughing, laughing is a direct result of mirth. All right. Very interesting. Let's see if we can't. Uh, there is a way that seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Even in laughter, the heart is sorrowful, and the end of that mirth is heaviness. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, the whole point of this is not so you can um, walk away with a better understanding of laughter. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. I'm, I don't think I'm coming across as clear as I could. But I do want you to take some time, and the next time you laugh, uh, think about what you just laughed at and and uh, realize... Um, you know, was it something that I was it? What did I just was it a mocking laughter? Was I generally happy? Uh, just so you can, um, I just uh, self and I, you know, we, sometimes we just go through life and we don't think about what's going on. A uh, laughing is a, a something obviously here that uh, there's a time, there's a time for it, but uh, is it as often as we uh, would have it in our lives? Ecclesiastes, uh, I believe Solomon uses the word laughter four times. Um, I said of laughter, it is mad, and of, of mirth. You know, this is the time when Solomon, as he's going through this, he's uh, saying, all is vanity. He says here in chapter 7, verse 3, sorrow is better than laughter. <sighs> Whenever you need an encouraging book to read, just read Ecclesiastes. It's so encouraging. No, it's not. It's not encouraging. For as the crackling of thorns under a pot, so is the laughter of the fool. This also is vanity. It's all vanity. And finally, a feast is made for laughter, and wine maketh merry, but money entereth all things. Huh, how true is that? Laughter. Um, Solomon didn't think so much of it. And James, finally, James chapter 4, verse 9, Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. I don't know about you, but I kind of see this negative theme of laughing throughout Scripture, at least for now. Um, a lot of weeping to do. I mean, come on, if you think about it, there's, 
like us if I think if you think about it like uh, Solomon did, you realize you know what uh there's not really uh there's not really a lot of a room to laugh right now on this while we're alive. There's a lot of sad things that go on. I'm not again, I'm not trying to vilify laughing. There's a, there is a definitely a time to laugh. There's a time to rejoice when God does something good for you. But um he that goeth forth uh is it laughing bearing precious seed? No, it's weeping. He that goeth forth uh weeping. Let me get that weeping bearing. Ah, come on. Of course. And I cannot find it. There is a reference that I'm looking for. He that goeth forth with weeping. And of course I can't find it. I'm here. Hold on one second. Ah, I found it. No wonder I couldn't find it. It's not as weeping, it's weepeth. I'm sorry if I just hurt your ears. Um, here we go. Here we go. No wonder I couldn't find it. Who spells it weepeth? Hey, there's a reason for it, okay? In Psalms 126.6, I should know all these references. Like I said, I, the times I choose to record these podcasts is uh, it's probably not the best. Uh, Psalms 126.6, He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing a sheaves with them. I think uh, the moral of the story here is... Uh, there's not there's a there's a lot there's a lot of things that uh, to be happy about but most of the time in our own lives um there's really not a there's really not as many good reasons to laugh as as we would like there to be um does this mean that I should be a sad person no i've got i've got christ i know the end of the story i can be i can find joy in that but laughing in and of itself you can be happy without laughing um, and again, there's a time for it, but, um, right now, while our job is to go for, go forward and to bear the seed of the gospel and sow that seed, I think, um, it's a sobering, it's a sobering task. It's a, it's a responsibility that should cause us to, um, come, uh, allow, it should, it should bring us to tears when we realize the, ooh, I almost dropped my laptop. It should bring us to tears when we realize the uh, the depth of the of the responsibility that's ahead of us. And if we don't uh, go forward uh, doing this, if we don't go forward uh, with with the seed of the gospel of of, God, of Christ's love, uh, with these tears, then I I think we're missing out on a on a part of life that God wants us to experience. All right, now forgive me. This uh, podcast. You'd think if it was about laughing, it would be excited and happy, but it I guess it's not. But um, there we go. Hey, next week we're going to have somebody on here. So we're going to, I'm looking forward to that. Until then, you have a great week. And hey, let me know uh, if there's anything you want to hear about. Uh, we, we'll be back on uh, next Tuesday morning. Well, the uh, eighth podcast will be up. And let me know if there's anything you want to hear. Please contact me, my Email is uh, contact at richardrousseau.com. 
That's spelled contact at Richard, R-O-S-S-O-U-W dot com. And that's it. There we go. Uh, I, I don't know how to end. That's why I've added this beautiful music at the end. There you go. All right. Have a great, have a great week, everyone. Great week, everyone.